Good morning, Hello. good evening, or good afternoon. Good day. <laughs> Welcome to the Why Van Dyke Parksport. Oh yes, the Van Dyke Parksport show. Have you heard of the Van Dyke Parksport show? That's but literally, guys, guys, it's, it's our band, and guys, we have a new single that's almost it's almost out. The mix is pretty much done. It is it's, sounding um, quite interesting. Mike Wright, good. you beautiful, beautiful human being. Mm. Um, by the way. If you are listening and you play any kind of musical instrument and you would like it recorded very well um, and very mixed well. beautifully and produced and very good, then please speak to Mike Wright at Glory Vale Studios in Eden Vale. And no. more exciting news is Mr. Wright in his very own self and person will be a guest on our podcast. Oh, delicious, delicious. In the next month or so yeah, at some so stage. So tasty, so we tasty. I think I've got him booked for very the first nice, week of nice. April. Yes, and as things stand, we have a young Nick Rabinovitz. Nick Rabinovitz. Booked for next week. Goodness so, me. Um, I think what I'm going to ask Nick to do is to translate the entire podcast as we speak live into Kosa. So Kosa, I think you'll find. Be, yes, I know. I swallowed that badly because <laughs> I have a cold. Um, but uh, yes, anyway, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, well, Nick, dear listener. Nick, yes. Sorry, Nick has, has got a show at the Theatre on the Square. Okay, uh, that's where so Mark Banks was. That is correct. Basically, this podcast is a launch pad for people. So far, the Theatre so on the Square. Essentially, this podcast is a launch pad for anybody who is actually organised and asks. Uh, it's very <laughs> bloody simple, um, and yet, anyway. Uh, so yes, if you do have a show that you want to punt, or a, or an author, you're an author, you've got a product you want to punt. Uh, uh, we're going to have Malcolm back because he wants to bake live on podcast. Um, fantastic you know, stuff's going to happen. Um, you know, so it's it's just really is just it just use us is what I'm <laughs> use saying. Us. Uh, so yes, use us. So yes, with your friends. The chorus podcast uh, on on the Facebook. Look up the chorus podcast with Stephen Voss. I'm Stephen Voss. That's him and Bruce Dennell, which, which are me. Yes. And uh, dear listener, comment and like and things. Today you found us bemoaning our, our health as we <laughs> age. Good grief, we're so old. <laughs> we're, we're decrepit. Um, I we're think not really old, word. but we are weak at the moment. Yeah, it oh hasn't gosh. been a fun couple of weeks, but we are alive. And um, we, uh, we, wow. No, we, that wasn't uh, a fun weekend. We, we keep on keeping on, yeah. Keep on. It, it wasn't a fun weekend. I was a listener. I was I was uh, <laughs> very ill from Sunday afternoon until Tuesday evening, pretty much. Um, to the extent that when Steph confirmed this podcast, which we record on a Thursday usually, he said, podcast confirmed for tomorrow. And I was literally shocked that it was already Thursday, Thursday. the following day. I, I was like, no, but it's what? Tuesday. What? <laughs> <gasps> so it's been that kind of week. I've lost some time in my life. <clears throat> right, so uh, what is the poorest podcast, as We're I like to call it, all about? About, Bruce. about the arts. The arts and culture and, and things culture. to watch, see, read yes, and listen to. We do not to. talk about hard news, no. uh, because that's stupid. We talk about easy news. Ugly. Um, We're yes. also here to help <laughs> winnow easy the chaff. News. No, is that even a thing? To help you sort through the barrage of media that assaults your senses yes. every day, and hopefully you can get some good uh, recommendations we, we from watch, us. Essentially, watch, read, or listen to it so you don't have to, Yeah. or because we want to. So, Bruce, this week, uh, I found myself... Tell me. Tell uh, me things. ...without an immediate uh, next show to watch uh-huh. on, on the Netflix. Uh-huh. So I went fishing. Good, good. Did uh, you try that? Have you ever tried that... Uh, that I feel lucky or whatever it is. That's Google. But there's something similar on, on, on Netflix. Netflix. No, I haven't tried it. Have you ever tried on Google? Uh, no. It's a weird thing. What? Why? 
Why would I just randomly let the internet decide for me? How dangerous well, would that possibly be? Well, I don't think it's be? quite as random as we all suppose, yeah. he said as a nod to our robot overlords. I watched the beginning of a show that I've been wanting to watch but have also been hesitant about. It's called Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency based on the Douglas Adams series of books. towel around the whole universe. No, that's the Yeah, Oh, the dogs. Hey, off you go. Stop it. And um, oh, well, that that worked well done. Apparently, there was a British show that was made, and then an American show. Mm. Uh, the one I've seen, which is on Netflix, I think, is the American iteration. Although it does have a British actor or two in it. It's got Elijah Wood in it. Um, he of the large yeah. eyes. I've of course always been wary of things that I'm very very attached to. Uh, Hitchhiker's <laughs> Guide, the the movie uh, with Stephen Fry narrating as the voice of the guide, um, was was great, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, when you put it up against the book, falls far short. Hey, Rosie. Um, which I think is kind of expected. Anyway, I watched the first, I think, 30 minutes of the, the 40 or 50. Excuse Rosie. the dog in the background. Um, a minute episode. And I'm actually quite enjoying it. It's very kind of quirky. And, and in the first episode, you, you're kind of lost from from scene to scene. I don't know what's going on. Um, but it, it, oh, it is quite well shot and well acted and I'm, I'm definitely going to pursue that. So here's the thing though. Yeah. Okay, so that, as you, as you said, it, it, the, the overlords know our tastes and they tell us what to watch and right. that is very much in your wheelhouse. Yes. Uh, even though you went fishing. Yes. Well, I looked at my list <laughs> how, for... Yeah. How do we find something... If only there was a podcast, Bruce. <laughs> Yeah, that we could listen to. But, you I, no, but I, I just I often do that. I'm just going what for the purposes of the podcast. What should I watch that is just so so way out of my comfort zone? Uh, you see, I don't I don't know if I've got time to uh, waste yeah. on things. Yeah, but that's that that's the thing. It's zone. just you know, you, so you do end up in in your in your area, mm. so to speak. Um, that sounds like a sort of manscaping. I spend term. time on my areas. Yeah. Um, so yeah. follow us for more manscaping terms. Um, but maybe if listener, if you are on the. Uh, on so the Facebook page, the course. Podcast with Stephen Boss and Bruce Dendel. Such a snappy title. Um, do put the... Recommendations. Want, no, but also, again, this, oh. this out, of, out, of, out of comfort zone thing. We want you to watch this and tell us. Okay, um, okay. Because, Fantastic again, you know guy. if you've listened to more than, say, 40 or 45 of our episodes. Right, right, right. Where, Just a, where we're... A novice, a novice yeah. really, in the chorus uh, podcast. By the way, on, on the chorus podcast with Stephen Boss and Bruce Dendel... Facebook page. There are a number of new followers at the moment, so thank you and welcome. Oh, well done. Um, and I hope you're listening to the podcast as well. Well done, yeah. Um, <laughs> he anyway. just clicks on it. Yeah, so, so, so Dirk Gently, uh, I watched, and I'm definitely going to carry on watching mm. that. Uh, the next day I sat down, I had forgotten that I'd started watching Dirk Gently and was going, what am I going to watch? <laughs> um, and c- just checked another thing from my, my list, which was Archive 81. Uh-oh. Have no idea. Okay. Uh, which, as a premise, sounded quite mysterious and cool. It's about this guy who who um, archives film, and then Finds discovers the deep sort of, yeah, it's like a satanic cult and White gets gets drawn into a world of anyway. And Things. I watched the first um, however long of that first episode, and that seemed quite fascinating to me, quite interesting. We'll see if it lives up to the promise, but certainly the first episode was quite nice. It's this this sort of um, guy who, who's who's not particularly social, and you find you find out he has some some things in his past, some tragedies and so on. But he works in a, a, a I think a, a museum of film, 
and he's the guy in the back room that's that's cleaning the old things and and bringing to life and then someone sends this mysterious cassette yeah. tape and that says is, can you clean this that up sort for of thing us is always a good premise so it's it's actually and it's beautifully shot it reminds me of sort of like a, a good like blacklist or fringe like a nice yeah, okay. budget tv show lovely lovely um set in new york um and that looks quite nice as well so um um archive 81 i'm gonna be watching and dirk gently's uh, holistic uh, all right so archive 81 is slightly different to what i would if you blindfolded right, me and yeah, said yeah. who's watching these i would go yeah, Stephen uh, and then my wife and i have started and i have to say we've started watching season four of um formula one f1 drive to yes. survive which we've talked about before on the podcast uh, and, and we've said it's it's fantastic and it is it is for a reality TV show, which essentially it is, it follows the world of, of Formula One and the the machinations behind the teams and the, um, it is so incredibly watchable, and I honestly believe that it's down to the production team and the editing team. You know, it could be a very boring. Well, it almost show, sounds like you're is, saying if you just make great content, people might enjoy it. Well. Uh, no, I think it's more about if you if you take the content, any content, mm. and produce it incredibly yeah. well. The point is what I'm, what I'm saying is again, you, a magazine or a album or a yeah. uh, this table that we're you know sitting next That's to, good. whatever. Um, it's just if yeah, if there is attention paid, if if the basics are done really well, yeah, you know all all of those kind of things. It's it's going to it be is. at. at base level it's going to be worthwhile and then you can build on all but of this is on another level yeah. of that they have really taken that and so i can only imagine that they shoot the entire series from the beginning of the season to the end of the season mm. and then edit it yeah. oh, and wow. the way they oh. edit each episode so like can each episode imagine how much work that is yeah gen that is generally starts with I don't know if that's true, but I can't imagine how else they do it because there's so much that they don't show you. So in this one episode, they'll focus on this team and you'll go to where the team manager lives and his wife and family. Then you shoot to this and then you shoot ahead to this uh, a Grand Prix and what happened to the team there. But you don't see what's happening to any of the other teams in that episode. And and then in the next episode, you're with a different team and now you're going back to that one and shooting forward to this, what's happening to this team here. And, and it, it's almost... In, more about what they don't show in each episode that you're only going to find out in the next episode and there are some drivers like Max Verstappen Verstappen I don't know Verstappen he's Dutch I think he won the championship last year but so far the camera hasn't shown his face once and we're on we're on episode 6 I think of 10 okay. and we haven't seen his face once so I'm not we're like my wife and I think well did he not sign off with Netflix okay you, you're not yes, gonna yes, or, yes. or not so we don't know because there's also that some teams will choose to to say yes Netflix you can film us other teams will say no other teams will want to I know in the first series you didn't see Mercedes and Ferrari at all yeah. but in the second okay. series when the show was a big hit suddenly Mercedes was there Lewis Hamilton was talking to the okay, camera okay. so there's that kind of side of it as well yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the characters are absolutely fascinating that you don't have to make that up they really are fascinating because obviously it's a it's a pressure situation so everything is 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 pulled to the extreme you see people at their most extreme uh, personality wise under all this pressure and stuff so it's incredibly fascinating there is a you know the side of it the glamour and the whatever and the, the formula one things but the drivers are fascinating. For instance, at the moment, there's a team called Haas, H-A-A-S, I don't know, but they, they were sort of facing like, are we going to carry on? And then, then their big um, 
financial backing for 2021 season was a Russian oligarch oh, called Dmitry Mazepan. It's going to suck a lot. And guess what? He comes on and... Dmitry Mazepan. Um, Mazepan, yeah. Oh, okay. And now his son, of course, so is the go. driver. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So, Russian oligarch, his son's the driver, his son's really struggling. You see him at one point going, well, listen, I think the car is the problem, you know. It's definitely because the other driver, there's two cars per team. He's doing fine, so my son's not doing fine. It's obviously the car. Oh, wow. You need to sort that out or I'm going to send a letter and we're going to pull our financial bank. Mm-hmm. Like all those kind of weird things that are going on. So now I've done research now. But it's in, just about in, competing. Yeah, man. in light of the war, the um, they've, with sanctions in Russia, he's now had to pull yeah, away yeah. as as financial backing for the team and now they fired his son as the driver so now there's big things he wants his money back and it's just fascinating fascinating yeah, no, with that kind is, of thing it's and, a drama yeah. it's it's also it's that that kind of thing of uh where, where you are naive yeah so uh what was this hollywood i mean it was completely the ryan murphy show was it called hollywood was it just plain Hollywood? I don't anyway, know what it, you're uh, saying. Words on, are on coming Netflix. out of your mouth. Yes. But anyway, but it was about you know, the 50s Hollywood and, and behind the scenes. Oh, and blah, 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 blah. I wanted to watch yes, that. Yes, oh, there you should watch that. Hollywood, um, what was it called? Yeah, gosh, something. that looked so good. It's a Ryan was it coming, rather. Um, anyway, the point is, yes. the, the naivety. So here you're going, oh, I love these very glamorous people yeah. racing yeah. around the track and winning the races and oh, spraying such, the champagne. Such oh, so much champagne. Anyway. Um, and then, but then you see the workings of it and how yeah. uh, in the football at the moment, uh, Chelsea is all uh, shame. I just, I genuinely, I'm not a supporter, but I'm kind of that's horrendous. Okay, uh, don't you know, know what you're talking about either. Oligarch. Oh, okay. Oh. Suspended this and that. Yeah. The next thing, sanctions. Uh, no money. Deliver. They can. They're allowed to, by law, pay the the salaries, but the salaries are about twenty eight million pounds a month. And if you, there's no money coming in, what? How? Because um, they can't sell shirts and they can't do any business, you know, etc. Um, can't sell tickets. So uh, anyway, naivety. So yeah, these kinds of shows where, where it is brilliantly done, of course you then need to go, uh, you know, however good the, the maker of the film is, if it's Michael Moore or somebody, what's the, what's the agenda? You know, what are we uncovering for what reason? Hopefully it's a good thing and hopefully it does make lots of sense. Hopefully you can get on board wisely and check your facts and stuff but i find those kind of things i mean it's it's interesting to me that every now and then you'll you'll hear the driver say hi netflix to the camera <laughs> so so i think the show has like had made a massive impact on mm. formula one mm. like netflix's involvement in formula one with this show has act like and each driver is now very aware i'm sure it's changed their yeah, lives yeah, yeah. as well in terms of like what the osborne's you know people knew ozzy osborne was and didn't know he was a singer he was the guy on the TV that couldn't work the remote. People need kneecapping, but anyway. exactly. But um, so I think it's in, incredibly watchable. You you may hate Formula One, you may know nothing about it, but you will. I, I think you will be really engrossed in the show and the the team that is behind the show, the production, as I say, and the editing and that kind of thing. I think you could tell them to film just about any subject yeah and they would make it incredible i nice. think it's it's very good if that happens so, i want money yeah so we haven't uh, we haven't um, <laughs> finished that yet but again uh, season four is is just keeping on going full Fan steam ahead with that fantastic what have you been watching There's something that i was i was a couple of people told me to watch and then i eventually listened and you'll say don't tell me how to live my life i pretty much did but it was halston or halston um the uh, fashion designer Oh yes, now, I haven't seen it. Who's was, that in it? Who's uh, in it? Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Was pretty much always good. Yeah. Um, but it was fascinating here for me. Now again, this this thing of like where you don't know things and you learn a lot and you see behind the scenes. Now I don't. I'm not 
clearly look at me, listener. Look at me. Yes. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm talking to you. Oh. Fashionista. I'm, I'm the least fashionable person in the world. Um, <clears throat> and I need to go shopping today. I like an old-fashioned. So that's going to so happen. Yes, I prefer an old-fashioned to actual-fashioned. Anyway, fashioned. Um, Helston in the 70s was apparently pretty much at one point the the, the, bees big, the biggest the biggest designer in the states the and cat's pajamas possibly yeah, arguably the most powerful for a while in the world the dog's bollocks shut up all manner of parts um, of animals yes but um, just okay. incredibly influential and incredibly creative and again I like wine or whatever whatever I don't I don't necessarily need to be involved right. in an industry or whatever to be yeah. fascinated with it and I, I love design I am fascinated by design um, and so you know fashion in that sense at the moment I'm busy with a Chanel book which is monstrous about two kilograms worth I'll oh, bring it goodness. next week yeah. I'll be done I'll be done um, I'll be done with it but it's beautiful again as a book you'll just look at it and go yes mm. yes I want yes, to, I want to keep it I, I don't I don't like fashion but I want to keep the book um, and anyway so to Helston just this fascinating obviously the 70s amazing time to be in the states and uh, the, you know the music and the, the changes and the in society and mm. Uh, sexual revolution and drugs and Studio Fifty Four. Mm. It's, and it's in stuff. New York as well, so it's, it's all centered and yeah, coming and really to its debaucherous um, and decadence. just fascinating, fascinating guy. Now again, I don't, I had until the program, I never heard of him yeah, at all, at all, and that fascinated me. Anyway, so I'll get back to that. Um, but McGregor does, as far as I can tell, I don't know if he's what if, you know what mm. the guy's mannerisms were like or whatever but he does a wonderful job of, of doing things he's, he's kind of proud and he's arrogant and needs to be to make this empire happen mm. um, but but brilliant and like we just again moves in, in quite uh, rarefied circles Liza Minnelli's his best mate and, and mm. Andy Warhol's a mate and um, you know this kind of stuff um, and beaut- again beaut- like you were talking just now beautifully made you can't if somebody makes a fashion biopic mm. and doesn't make it look amazing, yeah, yeah. they should be tortured at least, at I least. think. First against um, the wall when the revolution yes. comes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's, it's beautiful to look at it that you don't need to know or give a toss about fashion mm. um, because it, it, it is well made. There are compelling characters. There are, you know, there's all sort of subterfuge and this and that hmm. and backstabbing and what a what and um, the and usual sex drugs, sex drugs and rock and roll, yes. um, humanity, <laughs> and and it's I think it's four episodes. So it's a, it's a limited series okay, kind of thing. I like that. Um, you know me. I like them short and sweet. That's what she said. I like said. to be able to um, see the end when I start. That's also what she said. Um, wow. So yes, great, awesome. great series. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. As I said, didn't. Oh, so getting back to the, you didn't know who because he was. didn't know who he was. This is not a spoiler because he's. So he hasn't lived on in the zeitgeist as much as. No, but but also because he he was a he was a pioneer in so many ways, and one of the ways was partnering with big business, i.e., massive business, massive corporate, to get the reach. Mm. But being an artist. Put it this way: didn't read this, didn't read the fine print, right? Um, and so got badly burnt, and it's the burning hmm. that took his his name and his work and whatever out of the out of the psyche. Oh, really? So again, you, <coughs> interesting. Uh, as I say, I'm busy with the Chanel 
when was she? Beginning of the 20th century, 1920 or something. Yeah, I don't really know. But, but no, I think she was a bit later than that. But, but yeah, yeah. But but a hundred years <coughs> worth of. You, I, I say Chanel. You still know. I yeah. mean, at first. Chanel it's number five. If I said Helston, <coughs> <coughs> it's, 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 it's a Netflix show. Helstrom. You know what I mean? Elsving. So Elsing. Oh, he's a vampire hunter. Now. Vampire hunter. Um, all, you, all you know about Elsing is, is, is a Netflix show. So it's, it's fascinating and depressing because a really, really, in just, just in art terms now, a powerful, influential artist. And if there's any way to, to have a legacy... And he's two, again, art. two of his great friends, Manelli and, and Laurel, we, you know these people, they're the brand names. So where did this guy go? And that's, that's interesting. That's why it's a fascinating thing. It's a really, really good show. I'd highly recommend that. Bruce, did you notice that? Tell um, me, Stephen. What did I, I notice or not? Painted the it's the gray. little eaves above the the doorways yes. with the grey, and, and even the little grey. I started with that one over there, and then I realised that I had to do this one as well. And then Such it got out of hand, and now the floor will be grey. Indeed. Carry on. Um, right, so that's Halston on the Netflix. Ben Halston. Um, on the show, Max. I'm getting old. If I've chatted about this before, tell me. Enlightened? Uh, no, I don't think Laura so. Laura Dern. No. Okay, so it's, it's one of she's, those... She's it's one of, it, this is one that I... What did we see her in lately? I don't know. Twin this, Peaks. Yes, or no, that's not lately. Come no, the, the, remember I watched the... Oh, yes, okay. Already. So... Um, this is one of those I... She looks astonishingly like Bronwyn Williams. Carry will you on. shut up and stop talking? Uh, hello, Bronwyn. Um, the went, went off the reservation for in terms of... I don't know what you watched, so let me go look. Right, fishing. Um, yeah, so this was one like that and only picked it up because I think Laura Dern is interesting and fascinating and, and a good actress. Do you, you think the expression off the reservation is actually... Yes, and I need to great. Now, not say that anymore. That, I we will think edit so. that out. No, we won't. Um, that, no, we won't. A, I think we um, need to let that be a lesson to you, everyone. Cultural appropriation and the yes. hashtag Me Too generation, we need to stop saying off the reservation. Yes, in that's done. So uh, Laura Dern is in it. Is she the, the principal? She is the protagonist. Okay, Nista. Uh, Ness. Protagonist, protagonist, fashionista. If she's, if she's, if she's a one. Anyway, um, that's also probably vaguely yeah. insulting. So um, skip that whole section if you're listening. Just forward. Uh, um, but it's a show about a, a basically a, a woman in who works in a, just a, a corporate. She's come out of a bad relationship. She's kind of she's damaged. It's kind of all sort of normal, but but heightened. Okay, you know, which TV should be, I suppose. Yeah. Um, kind of quite intense. Thing is, you know, you know somebody like this, quite well-meaning, but but too intense. Mm. Uh, um, Older, and, and you'll, you'll, does she have children? She's, What's her family no, situation? She, she's, yeah. she's middle-aged, but no no kids, uh, which is kind of part of the problem as well. Because part of the time, she then I she, think she, her head is she too has far some, up her bum. She no, she then has some again because of depression and stuff. She has some addiction issues. She has to yeah, live with right, her mom for a while. Right. That's not a great relationship. Uh, we're still connected. Sounds quite humdrum to me. Bruce. Emotionally connected. Is there something? Then up, aliens come down. Can and you shut up? Carry on. Emotionally connected to the ex, who's Luke Wilson. Okay. Uh, which is oh, always I like fun. Luke Wilson. Um, and uh, so anyway, so in the situation, but basically, it's it's uh, Mike White is the writer, and he's always an interesting writer. He is. It appears good. appears to never write for commercial success, and yet often gets it. Which did is he do the 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 resort thing? I don't know. I'm not paying attention to you. This what's is my the, slot now. What, what's um, your name? Yeah. Daria. You told me you loved it. The White oh, Lotus. Oh, that, yes. I think he might have, actually. Mike White, yeah. Yeah, the White Lotus, white yes. Lotus. Um, so, so <coughs> not this is trying to... This is this whole series, which didn't... It's 2013 it came out. So okay. it didn't really make 
a commercial impact, but it did make a critical impact. And you see also a lot of this, like, guest, uh, which Demi is still alive now? Um, <laughs> Demi Moore. No, the, of the, the director's the surname. Oh, John, oh, um, oh, Demi. You know, um, those kinds of people. But there's, yes. there's, there's lots of famous and, and sort of auteurs. There's lots of auteurs okay. involved as guest directors or this or the guest okay. writers and wow. blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and Laura clearly has that kind of weight. So it's basically, it's, it's saying there are, there, there are so many women, for here, the purposes of the show, women, but it, it stands for men as well, women who are in these kinds of positions. Either they've, you know, they've been, what's the, what is the female vision of emasculated? Um, they've been effeminated. That's probably also anyway, but um, you know, just just they've had their power taken away. Interesting. By by a breakup and stuff, not by yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. an abusive person. Um, they're struggling with a personality flaw of some kind. In in terms of how culture defines what a flaw okay. is and isn't. <clears throat> That's um, interesting. They're in an office job which doesn't really make any difference to the world, and there's no. They, they want to do something to save the environment. They want to do something to save the children. They want to do something. It's all very worthy. Mm. But to you and me and every other normal person in the world, that per, that lady in the office is annoying. And that's the thing. So as a protagonist, I, I think Amy is, is the character's name. She's annoying all the time. Um, and you kind of, but you, you're kind of feeling the, yes, this woman. But you, you know that her underlying uh, agenda yeah. is the better one. Hmm. You interesting know, you that's know, very you nice know like you that. should be going I should be on board there and I cannot stomach the thought of, of See, having this woman as my team leader this is great this reminds me of the way David Simon writes, writes and he does it with more more broad things uh, The Wire and, and, and Trey May and so. well, yeah, yeah, just no big, guns big political things where this is more very personal where, yeah, yeah. where you're living uh, it seems at the start it's black and white, but then you realize actually there's an ocean of gray yes. in between. Yeah. So it does away with these these polar opposites of, of right and wrong and yes and no and black and white. And it goes, listen, humans are complicated and human relationships are complicated and messy. And no matter how much you hate yeah. someone here, you, you can actually understand why if you understand this. And no matter how much you like someone, you might discover that yes. motivations are actually and then what. So that's great. I so it's very much, so, I mean, like one episode, very superficial version uh, option, but yeah, but also don't want to give away too much of the, the other threads but like she she wants to start a I can't remember if it's Pilates or, or um, yoga I think it's yoga mm. class in the office in the, the middle of the day just because you know you're sedentary you get yeah, it's yeah. not this is so it's for wellness. fitness and it's and mm. a team building and that so all of those things make sense but mm. if you're in an office and I say Steph do you want to do some team building you want to vomit mm. no, um, me but alone. But the idea is actually good of like, can we look after these people's psyche? And they're going, we can do that by doing this and making them happy. And you're going, your methodology is up the tree. Yeah, Give me definitely. half an hour to, to literally sit over there in the corner with my book. Yeah, I will be happier. But, but let me schedule that into my day and don't yeah. bug me. Um, so again, it's, it's this very interesting hmm. multi-layer. Okay. It does mean that it's sometimes not terribly entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's something you have to kind of sit with and, and work What's through. What's it called again? Enlightened. Enlightened. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Laura gets angry a lot, okay. essentially. Um, yeah, so um, let me do how we're doing. Let me, let me, yeah, do, let me do one more. Um, so Norm Mac the watching? late Norm MacDonald. Yes. Uh, a wonderful comedian. Very, very dry. Goodness very, me. Yes. And, and, and 
entirely yeah. unflappable. Would hardly move his mouth when he yeah. talked as well. Would well, just yeah. say things like this and little one-liners that with, would with decimate a, people. But with a little grin all yeah. the time. All the time. Yeah, and speak out of his teeth. Well, well, Conan, I'm glad you asked that question. Um, a big guy, presence, but no. No, for me, anyway, no, none of that arrogance, none of the, uh, confidence, yeah, but no not, arrogance. Not always particularly likable in terms of. Uh, Didn't really care what you thought. Yeah, and and but not again, sort of laugh out loud, funny. But not, like, in, not in a not in an angsty Chris Rock way or whatever. Just yeah. um, you know, just a just, little bit old yeah. school as well. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so I think there's the my sense. It's called Norm Macdonald. It's a, a Netflix special. Uh, Norm Macdonald, Hitler's dog, gossip and trickery. Hmm. Um, now, if that sounds like a bit of a hodgepodge, because it is. I f- it feels like, and I imagine it is, bits of edited together. Cobbled together last bits as and, tributes. Yeah, yeah. It, most of it is, is one show. Um, but, and it's, as you say, it's not, it's not a scream out funny, mm. no, out, scream out loud funny kind of thing. Um, but it's also, it, if you watch the whole thing in one sitting, it kind of comes together in this and that, and the next thing you get to where this, you know, why, the, <laughs> you'll figure out why the title okay. exists. It does, it does... Yeah, it does show that there's a gap, which okay. I think which is a good way to, you know, if, if well, a lot of people in entertainment particularly, you just kind of, okay, well, that, that guy passed or that lady passed and that's sad, but okay, mm-hmm. what did they do or how did it influence me? This, this I watched and I was like, oh, man. Hmm. Yeah. Very um, much almost a comedian's comedian as yeah. well, like a lot of other comics say. Yes. This guy is yes. proper. Norm was the business. Yeah. So it's it's gentle, it's 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 pretty funny, but it's also again he he can he he, he can barb you can you know, put in a barb there without yeah. without damaging anybody or without appearing to do anything aggressive. Um so there's a bit of that as well. And yeah, just again a sense of kind of these are the jokes I'm gonna tell. Um, and you're in the room, and I have your money. Yeah. Uh, so let's deal with let's that. Let's just get through yeah. this as quickly as possible. We can all go home. <laughs> exactly. So uh, yes, you are missed, Norm Macdonald. It's not. It's again. It's not. It's not a big send off kind of show at all. I think. Okay. It, I, cynically, I think it is. It's Netflix cashing in, frankly. But um, um, fair enough. Um, yeah. And and hopefully, uh, hopefully, Norm's family and estate cashes in as well. Um, but do 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 give it a go as a comedy fan. I think I've said before, as a comedy critic, probably ninety percent of comedy that I, I critique is terrible. Mm. Not not bad, terrible, utterly is bloody awful. I think let's ask because it's this, true. Let's I mean, ask Nick this next week because yeah. Nick Nick and I'm happy to say that now Nick Nick is not one of those. Nick's in that ten percent because I'm but very um, very very critical. I, like in fact, I, you don't need I, this. I is the, you don't need to be you, to watch. Okay, here's the, the one word I would say: lazy. I think most comedy is lazy. So this is where something like, and I'm going to refer to him as, as the, 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 the standard again, mm-hmm. Colbert. Stephen Colbert, and I know there's a team of writers, but yeah. he still puts in the effort. And, and I know he writes as well, but also his delivery is on. And blah, blah, blah. You got the, the, but talk about people what, that have got stand-up specials. What gets, but again, they've, this is written. It's scripted, so you've got you you know if you but write even, a script, yeah, okay. you you write a script, then you edit a script, then you triple edit a mm-hmm. script, then you quadruple then you edit a script, and then you do it different exactly, audiences. and then you then work you, you work your way around. And again, Trevor, no, I'm not I'm not actually a great fan. No, I'm also not but, a fan of his. But craft wise, craft wise, okay. he does it yeah, properly. Yeah. So again, he's got a schedule that would make you and I weep. Yeah, sure. Um, but in the middle of all of that, he'll write some stuff. Go and try it at the club down the road. Mm-hmm. Go and try it at the other club down the other road. Da, 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 da. Milk it, make it better. But it is interesting that as an industry, um, 
that is a big industry, and, and in fact, I think it's one of the industries that have that has um, increased. Uh, uh, that it's remarkable. I mean, it's not been yes. a massive rise in the last ten years, but really, comedy has has taken off. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, certainly well, in yeah. South Africa, we've suddenly got. It's like the the band revolution in South Africa, where there were like three big bands, and then a year later, there were twelve hundred bands playing a at lot. a festival. And it's the same with comedy. Comedy's really taken off in South Africa, mm. and and if we look at Netflix, all of these comedy specials that you can think, and there's more of that here locally but as you say if if you want to go and watch live comedy in south africa you'll go and you'll see two or three guys that are brilliant and then 50 guys that are really not but I not think, bad not yes. not just on the end just not nipping at the heels of good guys they're just horrifically but terrible as with the band scenario um and you and i okay know that's a good well, I, that's a good comparison it's just that you're going <laughs> no it's just are you going out for pizza with background something then, yeah. No, because that's a valid thing. Are you going out with your mates? But Which even is no with, whole rule. Yeah, yeah. Because there, there's, a, there's space for an industry there. You and I don't want to. That's a choice. We don't want to go and play covers at the restaurant on the corner of the thing. We don't. That's a choice we yeah, make. Yeah, yeah. We could and we could do it very well and we could make some money. Mm. We choose not to. Not mm. because we're like elitist or whatever. It's just blah, blah, blah. We're just going. It doesn't sit well artistically with us or whatever it is. Yeah. So we choose not to do that. You know, the other guy who's who's actually vastly more talented than us on original stuff and blah 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 but he ha- that's not happening so he's playing that thing over mm. there he's doing a magnificent job but he's being spoken over by people having hamburgers and blah 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 yeah. but he's making his money um, also at the one next door is somebody who is bloody awful doing the same thing and the people with the hamburgers don't care either yeah What's so the same thing yeah. the same thing with comedy you go you go to this club over there blah 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 which has got a long bar and you can buy your tequilas and you can do the thing and you can have your opscorp at the back and he can chirp at you and you can heckle back hmm. and okay, you can so have a bit of a thing it's a cultural experience venue there then yeah because for me if I, t- if I compare it with bands we don't have comedy clubs yeah that's, maybe this is the thing because if I look at it, bands there's, there's really great bands but then there's a whole swath of kind of okay bands and rah, 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 and then it gets to bad but for me the thing that's interesting about comedy is you get the percentage that are really great and then there seems to be such a big drop off very suddenly it's either yeah. they're, they're good or they're bloody stinking terrible for me the guys maybe it's because it's still so the guys good. that make it here a lot of it has to do with work rate which is commendable I mean that as a compliment. So even if you're for me, even if your material is not terribly funny, and also again we must we must keep in mind that you and I you and I are very similar. That's why we yeah, do this yeah, podcast. Sure. We have that similar kind of, uh, of of perspective and whatever. And that won't like if I ever hear another whatever airplane joke or parking mm. guard joke, I'm going to headbutt somebody. But if I'm if I am the comedian and I know that sixty out of ninety people are going to laugh at that joke, I need to keep my job. I need to sell my tickets. So then it becomes less about art, more about job, yeah. this and that, the next thing. So somebody like Nick, somebody like Mark last week, somebody, again, and there's a range there as they are on any, in any art form, intelligence. <laughs> there are very, very, very smart people. Mm. And there are not so very smart, they're not stupid, Mm-mm. but they're not so smart. And also audiences, there's, and this, that is a very tricky thing. Sure. You can have a lot of smart people who are drunk and now they're stupid. Mm. Or you can have some people who are pretty stupid to start with who are drunk and now they're just terrifying. I wonder if um, it's to do with humor as well. Like in terms of music, you can learn your instrument and the more you practice, mm, the better mm. you get. But with comedy, I mean, 
you're funny or you're not, and you can work on that and but develop material. But also, you're funny or you're not to that group of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, subjective, so sure. Again, I get a lot of comments from random people I bump into about my Facebook thing because I use that mostly for just yeah, and, and, you're, and, you're, and, and you're funny on. But your... it's kind of dark. It's kind of dark humor. It's not mm. deathly dark, but it's it's kind of consistently yeah. about humor. Yeah. Um. So people, ah, that's very funny. Lovely. Good. So that's you my that's my up. audience. Yeah. But now, like music. How do I get the, all of those people who I've chatted to in the last month about my Facebook feed into a room having paid money? To listen to you. That's the challenge. We and should I, do a live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we would make so very little money. But the point, you know, it's, it's, it's that oh, challenge. Well, money. <laughs> it's that challenge. Yeah. It's, it's, I think, I think um, however, I, I, I would imagine, I would hope that your smart comedians are frustrated most of the time mm. by what they have to do um, to to make money, which is fair for all of us. Again, as a as a guitarist, you want to be doing Royal Albert Hall and sessions for this guy and blah blah blah. Ideally, we must talk to Nick next week because it is fascinating to me. I must. I, well, hopefully know, we will. We yeah. just leave him. <laughs> I must I, say, having the the confidence to get up. Imagine you're going to decide you want to do stand-up comedy. Now it's your first time ever, and you got to stand up on that stage. There's a brilliant scene in Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Sweet D decides she's going to do comedy, and every time she speaks, she starts to vomit. So she's just like, "Hi, <laughs> excuse me," and she swallows it down. Hey guys, have you all <laughs> And it goes on and on and on, and it's just absolutely brilliant. But you know, for me here to say, "Oh, well, a lot of comedy is absolutely you know terrible." You know, I'm not the one that's getting up there. That's taking incredible amount of but courage. It is, and and so that has so to always come into the that has thing. to come into the commentary. But by the same token, if you if they're going to expect you to play guitar properly, yeah, when you play, same thing. So right. sorry, I just if, because we are only seeing it next week, and his show starts in the meantime. Nick Rabinovitz is over it. Is the show okay at Theatre on the Square? Please book it. Can't be ticket. Start Nick Rabinovitz is over it. Let me just soon. double check. Sorry. If you live um, in Johannesburg yeah, and uh, in the Sarnton, go go and have a look at him. Uh, the seventeenth of March. That is today. Today starts today. Well, uh, you whenever may not this is to this, yeah. it starts the day. Seventeenth of this. March. Seventeenth to the twenty sixth. Right. Nick Rabinovitz is over it at the Theatre on the Square. Are you one of those people that that takes umbrage to people saying sixth instead of sixth? Probably. Or fifth. I don't know how fifth, much of have Fifth instead of fifth. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> thing with some people. They, they're like, if you say fifth, they're like, no, no, no. Ooh, no, fifth, somebody must die. Sixth. What's yes. that brilliant name from uh, Modern Family? Keith. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Keith. <laughs> Amazing. Best name <laughs> the ever. Be- it's their best friend or something. Um, yes, so... Good, so we've the, watched a some comedy stuff. swath of things yes. there, Bruce. Right, Good. so what's, what's next there? Uh, I can talk about what I've been reading. As do, you know, do, I do started uh, The Lord of the Rings in yes. my cloth overboard hard covered special edition with the glossy pages and it is so brilliant Bruce I'm making good progress I'm sort of nearly halfway through the second book The Two Towers Um, so I'm making short shift of it you know what happens though I do. Um, at the moment, I'm at the Battle of Helm's Deep, which I think was the centerpiece of the second movie, but certainly is not the centerpiece of the second book. Um, now, what I've uh, started becoming more conscious of as I'm reading is the language. And we've spoken about how Tolkien started The Lord of the Rings as an exercise in, in linguistics. You want to do, mm-hmm. you know, develop a language and all kinds of things. But the language is so brilliant, and I'm sort of paying more attention to the way characters speak and even the way it's written and oh it's 
it's really something special. The Lord of the Rings. I, I read it. I remember that I read when I heard that the I'd read it once when I was younger. Then I heard they were make Peter Jackson's making these movies. So I, I decided I would read the full book Mm-mm. once before each movie came out. Wow. And I remember that is commitment. Goodness I remember me. doing it, and I had it in one volume, and that was possibly a bit of. But I remember it was a slog. The first one I yeah, really I enjoyed, and then uh, then they said, "Oh, the second movie's coming out next year." And I was like, "Okay, I want to read this again." And by the time I read it for the third time for the third movie. You're exhausted. Yeah, it's a lot was, of reading. It was. But this time, you know, that was years ago. This time, it's just been an absolute joy from the first word. Um, th- there's been no sense of a slog. I've just I've been reading it quickly and enjoying it immensely. That's fantastic. Um, and I think it's one of those things that I think is very um, important to me. Yeah. It's one of those touchstones in my life. Of pe- If people said, what... what in your life it has been a great source of joy what do you it, the lord of the rings the book the lord of the rings i'm is really interested here though because again rereading is just not it's it's not just a big it's not a big deal for me like yes yeah. for you anyway um but it's also something because of of reviewing and i have a, a huge to read pile and so on and so on that's what she's um the um it's it's something i don't have time for yeah. in a reading sense i want to get onto the next thing Rah. But, but the um, I'm interested to hear you talk about the value of it and excuse me about again we talked about craft yeah, a couple yeah. of times and just to go to see oh, look how beautiful the writing is or mm. the, the scenes and again especially when you it's different when you know where it goes you and, read differently and even in the sense of because what you don't realise that you read it now is that so incredibly much of the successful that people general people know about fantasy and sci-fi yes. and all of that is inextricably entwined yes. with is is so incredibly um influenced by that to the point where when that was written that genre really didn't didn't exist in any big form and if you read any of the the really important ones You'd see it's so much. Oh, here's the thing, the, yes. the big travel, and here's the this, thing through the woods. This is and here's how the... this was invented. Yeah, yeah. it's really, um, which which I have to remind myself of because it's been so long to that this was the origin. This was the pioneer. This was the, where it all come comes from. Um, so in that sense, that's even more. Fun. And it's, you can't really imagine that he wrote this without any of the stuff that we already know about to draw on. Yes, um, and. The fact that it influenced so much culture that you only realize you 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 know indirectly even that now you can like Game of Thrones, and this battle and this thing and then you have the horse people yes, and you have yes, the yes, these yeah, yeah. people and you recognize That's the all tropes from yeah. Lord of the Rings. Think, kind of you almost wish you were still alive to just get just to feel smug. Yeah. About how many yeah, how many how of these tropes are. are used um, and abused. Sorry, I forgot yeah. something. Just to okay. go back quickly to something you watched because there was Damn there was live theater. Um, you went out into the world. Yes, oh, very Tell nice. Us. Very nice. So, uh, Rocco de Villiers, pianist, very flamboyant pianist, okay. along with Lizelle Leroux, uh, a show called Music at the Movies, which was at, at uh, Peter Turin's Monte Cassino Theatre, saw it last week. Um, now, Music at the Movies, you expect now it's, it's going to be a review mm. of, of soundtracks and stuff, which it, it was, it is. Um, and he's, he's a very he's a flamboyant player he's one of those players um, Liberace like pretty much where there's that in his playing uh, trying to lots of frills there's a lot of yes there's a lot of notes between the actual yeah, notes yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean 
I can't I'm not gonna hammer it on, on air, but it's it's just there's a there's a hell of a lot of notes. Yeah. He's very um, talented, he's not scared to show his his, his and, ability. And, and dresses beautifully, he's always there's always extra trim on the suits and the this mm. and the that and the bright colours and whatever. Nice. Um so lovely like that. My concern or not concern, my my thing for me here with with um expectations versus mm-hmm. reality I suppose because it says music at the movie so you're expecting a wall to wall all this beautiful yeah, piano the and Top the, Gun theme by the way Lizelle LaRue is a, is a violinist and she's oh I was going to say she's a vocalist okay good, great, good grief she's a great violinist okay uh, Boeing technique this and that my next just tremor oh it's beautiful hmm. um, just makes we'll things keep happen keep her in mind for the next Van Dyke um, Park Sports there we go um, but uh, basically what they do here so they do a couple and then there's two mics and they come up and they talk and they tell about, yeah. again, yes, things that are directly linked about why they chose this song and how it's linked to their experiences. They're obviously very good friends. Yeah. Um, and this and that. But it goes on. The talking. Okay. And again, my, my, my expectation, because if I come to see you as a guitarist, mm, you I'm expecting you to play yeah. guitar. If I come to see you as a speaker, I'm expecting you to speak. Yes. So Unless it's billed as a storyteller Exactly. In terms something. of the way it's marketed, this one I was expecting more piano playing. Right. Um, and to be fair, they, they're, it's, um, someone used the, in, in the foyer afterwards used the word colloquial. That was quite good. Because hmm. they're, they're both Afrikaans and right. they grew up in the free state and this and that and the next. So these lovely warm stories. There's a, there's a story, an imagined story about... Because uh, Rocco's mother was a big Omar Sharif fan. Okay. Dr. Yeah, Shivago, because yeah. they played that theme. And she goes, Imagine Omar Sharif coming to the farm. And, and, he, and he makes up this whole story about okay, Omar Sharif coming cool. to this farm <laughs> near Harry Smith and whatever, right. which is screamingly funny. But um, but a lot of it is kind of, it's this warm, it would, it would kind of be like a bar setting, you know, among friends, community kind of thing. That is a huge positive, hugely positive thing to say. It felt it felt like we were going into you know just yeah. hanging out with mates and da da da. But it, marketing but I, wise, it, but I didn't get this rock star yeah, yeah. pianist thing as much as I thought I would. I'm interested, Bruce, and you will be able to comment on this in terms. Well, seeing, by the way. Yes, yep. in terms of theatre, that this sort of show, musical review kind of thing, seems to me um, as kind of fodder for a for a theatre someone who runs a theatre to now book shows and they're looking for shows to book. That, that someone like this pianist and this um, violin player would go, well, we love theatre, this, you know, we play piano. Well, let's come up with a show that's it's easy a de- to it's, sell. It's a development issue. It's not, I don't think it's, I don't think it's fodder. I think that's possibly... No, no, of, I didn't no, mean no, no, to because, be quite, Because it sounds, it's, it's a connotation. Isn't it? yeah. So I think what it is, is that, again, you, you're a professional guitarist, so it would be assumed, yeah. again, you're not that kind of professional guitarist, but it would be assumed that you would have a repertoire of yeah. songs, which would take what seventy minutes. Good. So, so is there room so in the local yes. industry for so that? So let's so let's shows. stage this. Okay. Produce it properly. Get some costumes. Bang, you're in. Yeah. So for because me, it's not a, a big uh, um, theatre like guy. No, or whatever it is. But uh, the thing is, if I'm a producer or a theatre owner, particularly yes, yes, definitely yes, yes, yes. at the at Theatre on the Square, is doing this with comedy as well, okay. as you see. So again, these guys. So that's what I'm These guys about. have so material, is... and it's it's Nick or it's Mark. It's one yeah. guy. Yeah. That's all he has to worry about. Alan Committee's coming back as well. Um, Committee, I think you'll find. I just call him whatever the hell I want. Ellen Committee. I think that's what he calls himself. I'm sure. Um, so, <laughs> um, so there is room in our, th- in our local theatre industry, not just for the big productions that you're expecting, Joseph and his Technicolor or this de- develop, thing. Developing that stuff. So okay. again, let's say it's an existing one. So yeah. You've got Joseph and his So again, now you've got to go right, then you've got to audition. Yeah, yeah. Then you've got to but do so there's stuff six on weeks all the time stuff, in yeah. our theatres, whether yeah. it's a little show yes. about this or a little well, show about that. Or yes, it's yeah. getting started again. Good. So okay. I think it's fantastic that people are grabbing, and again, the, the work rate people are, 
killing it. Okay. Uh, Alan Committee was here like half an hour ago with an, that show, and he's coming next week with a new show. And you're like, God, yeah. Sure. Where did you find the time? Hmm. Um, in but, lockdown. But he's got he it 15 you shows know. and yes, them to my mirror. Everybody else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? No, no, exactly. Um, and you have to commend people. Exactly, for and I do. It's brilliant. Um, well done. So, Kudos, chuckers. So I look forward, yes, and there are developing, so uh, at the theatre on the square as well, uh, Locked Upside Down a few weeks ago. That was a new show that was developed. Also music uh, music in it, so again, perhaps you could develop it more, slightly more quickly than a purely narrative show. Um, but that one was developed, became the first one that was opened there immediately. Now that same actress, Sharon Spiegel-Wagner, is in Cape Town at the moment, doing a show she did before in Joburg, mm. because that show is now in repertoire of that producer. Hello, Jakob from Ameba, how are you, sir? Uh, ah, Jakub. I know um, him, I know yes. him too, yes. Exactly. He's a friend of go. my wife. They were school, at school together or there something of that ilk. The world turns. In um, the little town of Friedendal or something. Something. Friedendorp. Uh, Frieden point Dorp, being, town hush Dorp. your face again. We're losing track. I know, I'm terrible. Um, the point is, so there's, there's shows in repertoire of something else we need to do. Yes. So write six shows, keep them on the back burner. Then when there's a gap, and it's a Shall thing. we get involved in, in theatre, Bruce? Shall I we am. write a show? Oh, I am. Yeah, I know you are. That's what I'm saying. Shall we? Um, let me get mine done. Okay. Um, two, so that's a two-hander. So it's fairly yes, easy to, to uh, rehearse. And yes, stuff, yes, blah, yes, blah, yes. Cost-wise, yeah, yeah. So just freaking, can we just actually just say just a big, warm, sloppy kiss to all of you wonderful producers and mm. directors and actors and actresses and singers and comedians. Who, under enormous, who have got terrible circumstances. Beautiful, yeah. pert asses. And uh, made stuff happen. Fair enough. Yeah, it's just we are as fans are just so go to the theater, go and watch what's it called? Yes. Uh, all of them, all of them. Music of uh, the movies, in the yes. movies, music from the movies, music from the movies. A movie. And about if you're music. in Cape Town and listening to us, listener, uh, go and see the Sharon Tinder, Spiegel, the Tinder Swin. No, damn it, the, the swine, the time <sighs> the swinder. What's the uh, Robin Williams? Robin Williams as a teacher. As a teacher, um, Dead, Dead Poets, Poets Dead Tinder Society. There Dead we go. Tinder Thank Society. you. Okay, that was terrible. Good. Sorry, what Sharon. have you been reading, Bruce? The origin of almost everything is what I've been reading. Almost Stephen. in parentheses. Yeah. So that just sounds because of Bill Bryson. It's his fault that now sounds like a Bill Bryson ripoff because anything yeah, vaguely of in, everything yeah will be now anything of everything. Bill's done it better. So this is a New Scientist magazine offshoot. Okay. And. Um, I like it's, the it's, it's lovely, cover. it's easy to read, there's a lot of uh, a range without a lot of depth, yes. which is essentially what most people want, I think. I, I think, think you so. want to go and read, a read, or read an article, not a story, read, a, read an article um, about something that you're interested in, or somebody, a question that you asked, or a question that your friend asked, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so big questions, why do the stars shine? Uh, let me just flip through easy. a few here. Why I've are we on the third rock the from the sun? Right. Where does soil come from? Gosh. Why are there so many kinds of creepy crawly? What were the first words? Uh, why do we treat worthless bits of paper like gold? Excellent. When did we start worshipping gods? Sure. Uh, let's see another Excellent. one. Some yeah. weighty questions You there, know what Bruce. I'm saying. Who started keeping an eye on the time? So just these Lovely. popular science, which is mm. great. As you know, I, uh, I, I, we'll call it. I edit a magazine called Very Interesting, which is available at your nearest retailer. Um, and find it under coolmags.co.za if you'd like a subscription. The pop sci uh, heading I don't know category. Where, yes, is there such a thing? Anyway, but should be the again. There's a good read uh, if you're looking for the whole answer. It's no. not in here. Right. 
Um, and obviously, these are massive, massive scientific questions yeah. that you know Isaac Newton couldn't solve. So this is kind of following on in your your genius who, who book from last time. Exactly, yeah. Um, which is just happens strange. Hmm. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a function of the uh, the the, form, the construction of my two hundred and twenty of, of my two hundred and twenty book three column to read pile seventy five tier to read pile. It just was next. You so, cried seventy three times just um, looking at it. <laughs> So definitely worth it. Fun, good to read. It, it's it's good for knowledge. If you mm. like learning, then yep. you'll love it. But yep. the thing, it's it's that thing of you, if you if you kind of have a scientific mind and you're going blah, 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 and you get to the end, you go, doesn't really answer the whole question. It gives me great context, mm. great background, um, but it doesn't really answer the question. So knowledge in the time of Google. Yeah. So the the on, the origin of almost everything. It's the kind of almost the answers to the questions ah, you yes, yes, you've yes. asked. Um, so yes, something it's by Stephen Hawking. Yeah, the introduction again. That's that's marketing. He there's a short thing in which he says some stuff, which may or may not have anything to do with. The so book. there we go. But his name is now on the cover. And oh, okay. What we were talking about earlier. It's just it's it's uh, it's how it's packaged. It's marketing. Yeah. It's that stuff. Right. So uh, the origin of almost everything. It's a new scientist publication. Lovely. Break over. Have a lovely look. It's very nice. Have you been listening to anything? Um. I haven't really. Hey? No, not really. I'm going to quickly hop into my very own website. You, I will say this, um, I listened to Everyone Loves Guitar and they talked about a band called Golden Void and a band called Earthless where a particular guitar, guitar space and apparently psychedelic rock which I haven't um, listened to yet but they were going, uh, uh, certainly Craig Garber was very very complimentary of them, he's big sort of progressive rock fan yeah. so I'm going to give that a listen, I have been listening to more of Government Mule um, nice. on the back of their um, uh, Heavy Load Blues album. They have an album they're about to release called Stoned Side of the Mule, Volumes 1 and 2, which I can only imagine has a psychedelic element to it. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it might, hey? Yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm looking forward to the new album by S. Carey. S. Carey is the drummer for Bon Iver. I think you'll He's, find that's produced scary. Yeah, well, anyway scary scary uh, his new <laughs> album is called break me open and there's uh, been two songs that have been released i'm quite a fan of his uh, in terms of nice. some more um atmospheric uh ethereal vocals and things like that uh also looking forward to the new taj mahal and rai kuda recording uh called get on board it's the music of sunny mm-hmm. brown and um, um sunny brown and doc mcgee i don't know who were they Those um, guys. the two blues guys um and yeah that's kind of what I've been listening to. Right. Um, so on my uh, on participate, which is boostdenal.co.za, um, ongoing a, a file I keep or a, a page the I keep adding to adventures. music reviews, the single file. The single file. So it's just it's a single sent a lot of singles. I think I'm uh, yes I. About two hundred and twenty. If only you were single, you'd be singly uh, listening to the singles. I, would, I could single. focus on. So I'm, I, I usually just do the 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 best ones, but like comedy and like we were chatting just now, it's, it's a lot of dross. Yes. Yeah, so let me just go through a few that I've listened to recently. So uh, Skrillex, Justin Bieber, and Don Tolliver. <laughs> Are you okay? Just <laughs> a track called "Don't Go." Um, again, it's it's one of these things. Why? Not why please don't go. Why, just no, don't go. I think it's not polite enough, really. Why the are there so many people involved in such a simple sixteen generic <laughs> sounding song? Um, so yeah, I, it's 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 generic. Is the short review? Okay. Uh, Bieber's vocals are great, actually. 
Um, they're a little yeah, bit uh, auto tuned. Don Tolliver's auto tuned up the wazoo. So, I think on yeah. purpose, prob- probably. Yeah, that's his thing. Um, a local chap, Marcel Dalmeda. Dalmeda. But a, a big, big. Um, it's it's called Dessousse Dance. It's a it's a but it's like an eighties Afrikaans. Uh, yeah. How do you know? An eight, an eighties style power ballad. I told so you it's about like my a proper song that I'm going to do. Just hold on. Doof, doof. Let me talk about Marcel on. Dalmeda. Dessousse Dance. So. It's it's a big eighty style power ballad. There has to be a fan at the side of the stage yeah, for this kind of song. Hair yeah, and, and he does have he has the, the hair. hair he's magnificent back. hair. Hmm. Um, and he's Excuse got a, just at one point in the song, he, he pushes his high range, and that's very impressive. He's got a good voice. It's not otherwise Remarkable. massively no. It just it's it's a very good voice. It's just like I, I couldn't go as he comes on the radio. That's him. But right. his high range is very. Very good. Does who say dance? Have a listen to that. Uh, Louise Carver, hi neighbor. She lives on my road. Take my hand. How's that? Um, I don't know. It's fine. Um, she's no, no. I mean, how's the song? Oh. Take my hand. Um, it's it's theme wise. It's a kind of celebration of being able to return to normal. So just talking about going out of an mm. evening and you know enjoying it and whatever. It's uh, she does uh, I've, what I've called it is kind of cocktail electronica. Okay, that's interesting. So it's kind of she started off as quite a, a pop pop rock. Yeah. So it's. Thing. For me, again, just personally, cocktail electronica is something that you—it's on in the background. It's very pleasant. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, you don't want to see me. Put it on in a party. You don't want to see me dance anyway. So no. let's not even talk about dance music. Um, Christian stuff. Ryan Ellis is not an artist I know. Heart of the Father. Um, so kind of that sort of we talked about uh, generic things and whatever. So yeah. CCM there is that also that standard formula Landful. that happens. Um, but he's got he's got this. Big gospel bridge, and okay. by gospel I mean the sound. Not yeah, yeah. gospel doesn't sort of mean big in, choirs. In, in musical style terms, people B3s. gospel does not equal Christian. No, no, no. It means choirs and beats and rhythms yeah. and harmonies, and it kills that. It's it's wonderful. Good. Um, and then just uh, Triveno, uh, walking tall. Um, Triveno sounds which Italian. Is, yeah, which is again the one the one word uh, review would be earnest, hmm. uh, which is. Like uh, as a trying too like, hard like or the, as nice and it's, it's nice, it's good, but kind of it's it's earnest. It's okay. not. It it doesn't rip a hole in my in no. my imagination. Um, oh. So there we go. Oh, very nice. Things to listen to. Listen to. Right, a dear listener or listeners, we hope maybe yes. there's two, and we've doubled our listenership. Um, please go to uh, the chorus podcast with Stephen Voss and Bruce Dendel on Facebook. Excuse me. Let me switch that off. And um, leave leave some comments uh, for us in terms of oh, you know when you put your phone on airplane mode it's supposed to stop ringing. Um, listen to some um, things. List <laughs> list <laughs> list some things that you think um, we might not ordinarily gravitate towards. So say Stephen and Bruce, I know you like this kind of thing, but why don't you go and watch? The Real Housewives of Durban, and let us know what you think. Or why don't you read um, whatever it might be? Uh, yes. Or listen to this new song. Just a, a, uh, a disclaimer there: there's no way in hell I'm going to watch the Housewives Real, of Dermot. But people. Dermot. But we'll we will definitely pretend that we've done it and say things yeah. about it that sound very learned, but are based on absolutely no no. Fact. Or we will tell you why you should hate it as much as we do. Yeah. Fair um, but yes, uh, yeah. Look, it may, does maybe. send a chill down no, my spine. No, you know what? I actually, I can't. I, uh, no, I can't. 
I tell you, I tell you why I can't even click on it because because the algorithm will mess oh. up my life. <laughs> That's not, a new thing to I'm be not, worried about. I'm not Bruce. willing to. I'm not willing to do that even for you, dear listener. <laughs> I'm not willing um, to, to no, let Facebook. I'm not willing to have Netflix, Netflix think, think that, that I, like I am that. somebody who watches the Real Housewives oh, of Durban. Goodness. It's just not worth. My time, <laughs> so that's not going to happen. That's Don't do funny. that. But do do give us interesting, obscure things, or even like mainstream new things yeah. that we haven't talked about, and we'll get on that for you. Nice guys, I think that's it for this that's week. All, uh, isn't it? Uh, looking forward to next week with Nick Rabinowitz. Do go and see his show if you are able yes. to. It starts uh, well. We're also, here on do the uh, warm up your ears if you're going to listen to that episode. He speaks quite a lot. Good, excellent. He, he puts a lot of words into a small amount of space. And Bruce and I are both very excited about the imminent release of our new Van Dyke Parks Board song, oh, Song for Doubt, and it is song sounding sounding very nice. Right, until Cause, next cause time. Because we're deep and meaningful. In, indeed, yeah. and, and earnest, but in yes. a good way. Uh, we bid you adieu, au revoir, tout à l'heure, all the French and good day. greetings. Good day, mate. Bye now.